there. In this video, I want to ask you a question. Do you want to lose weight or do you want to look like you've lost weight? Because there is a huge difference between those two things. And then there's a big difference between the ease and sustainability based on which one you choose. So I want to talk a little bit about what those two questions mean what the difference is, what the strategies are based on those two specific goals, and then just my recommendation for which one you should pursue. And you might see that I'm going to be a little biased when I get to my suggestions. But before I get started, and just in case you're seeing this, you're seeing me for the first time, I'm Lene Urban, a nutrition and lifestyle coach. I'm dedicated to teaching people how to lose weight through a variety of lifestyle factors that not only include diet and exercise. When I was uh, pursuing my weight loss journey, uh, I found that diet and exercise were only 50% of the equation to sustainable weight loss. Uh, the other 50% revolved around different lifestyle factors, different mindset changes that I had to go through in order to sustain the weight that I lost. In about five months, I was able to lose a little over 30 pounds, dropped 12% of my body fat, went down from about a size 10 to about a size 3. And uh, the most incredible miracle for me was just being able to keep it off for four years because of these, these specific lifestyle changes and these lifestyle factors. And so my mission and my passion is definitely just uh, helping people figure out how to do that also, how to do that, how to achieve sustainable weight loss. So if this is your first time watching, then please consider following because I have a lot of incredible content that's going to be coming over the next year. So I am, I was uh, thinking a lot, I'm thinking a lot about these questions. Do you want to lose weight or do you want to look like you've lost weight? Because there is such a huge difference between those two things. And uh, it reminds me of of a, a story when I was just about, I would say only a third into my journey, um, a, a coworker asked me if I had lost 30 pounds, like 20 or 30 pounds. And at that point I had only lost eight pounds. And I was blown away by the fact that she thought, she just assumed based on how much smaller that I was after like the first, you know, six to eight weeks of starting my journey that I had lost 20 pounds. I couldn't believe she said that. So it really got me thinking as I just sort of went along in my journey. And then as I started doing some research, and then as I started coaching and just learning more and kind of growing in this whole health and fitness thing, what I discovered was the difference between weight loss, like losing weight and what's required to lose weight versus what's required to change your body and to just kind of shrink. And I think that the biggest mistake that a lot of people make that leads to a lot of frustration is they equivalent, I don't think equivalent is the right word, and I use that a lot. They, they equate, there we go, they equate the number uh, of pounds that you lose, they equate, you know, a number of pounds, the number of pounds that you lose with uh, the, the how your body is going to change and how your body is going to transform. And I know that uh, people will get on the scale and be really, really excited about the fact that they like lost 20 pounds, but then not be so excited about the fact that their, their 20 pound weight loss doesn't reflect on their body in the way that it they thought it would reflect. 
I've worked with a lot of people where I would ask, the first question I would ask them is, how much weight do you want to lose? And then the second question I would ask them is, what parts of your body do you want to change? Because there are two different strategies that go into losing weight versus getting the type of body that you want to achieve. And so when I, when I work with people who are, who feel that they're so close, they're so close to achieving their goals, or they have a very specific number in mind that they want to get down to. My question is always, so do you, when you step on the scale, do you want this number? Do you want this, this number to be on the scale? Will that make you happy? Or will looking in the mirror and looking like that's the amount that you weigh, will that make you happy? And then the other question I always bring up is, let's say you get on the scale and you get down to that number. If you're, if you still have belly fat or if you still have, you know, flabby arms or, you know, if there are still parts of your body that you're unhappy with, will you be happy with the number on the scale or will you be dissatisfied? And based on my experience for me personally, and then based on my experience working with a lot of people, uh, just coaching them in weight loss, what I have found is they would get to maybe about somewhere between five and 15 pounds away from their goal weight. And then, uh, and then just, you know, be really excited that they're getting down further, closer to their goal weight, but then ask about different parts of their body that that's not transforming, or they might think that losing those last five, 10, 15 pounds would slim down some areas that, you know, that they haven't lost yet. And so my question is always now, every time, as soon as I start working with someone, my question always begins, my questions always begin with, do you want to lose? Do you want to get down to this particular number? Or do you want to look like you've gotten down to this particular number? Because when we look like we've lost a ton of weight, the reality is, and the strategy to look like you've lost a ton of weight, the reality is that the number is not going to go down very far because the changes that are going to be happening in your body, the transformation of the composition in your body is going to have a lot to do with the amount of muscle, the amount of muscle that you maintain, the amount of muscle that you gain. And then especially if, depending on where it is that you carry your weight, so women that carry their weight in their lower body are going to end up weighing more than women that don't. And that's because the lower body for women are just bigger, the biggest and heaviest muscles on the body. So the the idea of, of weight, uh, of what the number on the scale says versus how you want to look and feel in your clothes or how you want to look and feel in a swimsuit, those are two completely separate things. And I always want to make sure that anytime that I talk about weight loss, anytime that I talk about body transformation, that we always start there and make the distinguishing factor between those two things. Hi, Jennifer. You said that you're here, but there's no sound on your end, but you got me now. Okay, great, great. If there are any other sound issues, please let me know. Okay, so what does weight loss require? Weight loss requires a combination of losing and burning three things, three multiple things. If you want to lose weight, then you have to burn three things. You have to burn fat, which is a given, but you also have to burn muscle. Muscle is heavy. Muscle is dense. So in order for your weight to go down, 
then you're going to have to lose muscle. Your muscle mass is going to have to decrease, okay? And then also water. Water is the third thing. People that have a lot of weight to lose, when they go on a weight loss journey and they first begin, they might see big numbers. Like if, you know, for those that have like 40, 50, 60, 70 pounds to lose, when they start any sort of weight loss journey, they may see massive numbers come off at the very beginning of their journey. It's more than likely, like 99% chance that all of that is water, like all of it. <laughs> and that's because the body cannot safely burn and lose more than at the maximum two pounds of fat per week. Okay. So if you, if you or someone, you know, is like, they start a weight loss journey, they step on the scale and they've lost like 20 pounds, maybe like two pounds of, the, of that was fat. And the other 18, you know, was water. So water, muscle, and fat, in order to lose weight, those three things have to go. Those three things have to decrease. Now, here's the problem. The problem with that is the more muscle you lose while you are losing weight, the, the lower your calories, your resting metabolic rate, so your, your resting metabolic rate is the rate at which you burn calories when you're just not doing anything, when you're sitting on the couch, when you're sleeping, when you're just breathing. So that is your resting metabolic rate. And the more muscle you lose during a weight loss journey, the lower that rate goes. So that means that once you start losing weight and muscle starts going, then you start burning fewer and fewer and fewer calories when you're just sitting down. Now, this contributes to a wide variety of issues, but the main issue being that the more your resting metabolic rate decreases, the higher the chances are that you are going to gain back most, all, or maybe even more weight than you lost, okay? It's very dangerous. It's really dangerous to start a weight loss journey and allow yourself to lose a lot of muscle just for the sake of seeing the number on the scale go down. That's not healthy at all. And then it does not lead to sustainable results. So losing weight versus looking like you've lost weight, what the difference is, is if you look like you've lost weight, then what you are primarily losing during your journey is you're losing fat. You're losing fat and you're maintaining muscle mass. Now, the difference between the number on the scale for those two things is going to be because if you're maintaining your muscle mass and muscle is very dense and very heavy, the when you decrease in fat, you're more so going to see a decrease in your inches than you're going to see on the scale. So muscle is denser than fat. A, a pound of muscle versus a pound of fat. A pound of muscle might look like this, whereas a pound of fat might look like that. So muscle is denser. It takes up less space in our bodies. And so that's why like a pound of fat and a pound of muscle, a pound of muscle and a pound of fat can look different. So when you start losing inches, especially in stubborn fat areas, which uh, stubborn fat areas include anywhere from like the belly down, you know, down to the thighs. Those are the stubborn fat areas for, for a lot of people. So when you start losing inches, especially in those areas, then what's happening is your body is burning fat. It's losing fat and it's maintaining muscle. Now this is supposed to, this sounds like a, a, 
a, a fantastic thing because if you're burning fat and you're maintaining muscle, just the more consistent you remain and the longer you go, eventually your body is not just going to shrink, but then it's going to start to transform into more of an, into more of a, of a womanly hourglass shape. You're going to, your body is going to start to lean out. Um, the appearance of your muscles are going to uh, be a little more prevalent. The, and the shape of your muscles is going to be more prevalent. And so women don't realize that they actually want a body that is leaner and that has more muscle curve than a body that's just kind of a shrunken, uh, a smaller shrunken version of, of the bigger body that they had before. Does that make sense? So this is good. This is supposed to be a, a very extent when, you know, if you, if you start on a weight loss journey and you are measuring your inches every week and you're seeing your inches go down, especially in stubborn fat areas, that is supposed to be like reason to rejoice. But the problem is that while you are burning fat and your inches are going down, the number on the scale is going like this. Why? Because your muscle is not moving. Your muscles not moving at all. And then your water fluctuations within your muscles are going up and down. So women, and, and then the other thing is that you, well, you'll see, if you're on a weight loss journey, you'll see bigger numbers on your, with your weight than you're going to see on the tape measure. So if you're trying to lose weight, meaning you're burning fat, water, and muscle, you may see like, you know, one pound, two pounds five pounds, you know, of weight loss per week. But if you're on a fat loss journey, you may see like a quarter of an inch, a half of an inch, you know, just really less dramatic numbers than if you're on a weight loss journey. And that's just not as exciting. I mean, our whole entire, you know, fitness industry is all about, I lost 20 pounds in 30 days and I feel great. You know, we're so as a society and as a fitness culture, we're so focused on the big dramatic numbers. And so that's why people will find that they will start a journey where they're burning fat, they're maintaining muscle, and all they have to do is keep going. But because those numbers, those inches don't reflect, uh, don't reflect the amount of work that they're putting into and they feel like the change is so slow going, then what they, what a lot of people end up doing is they end up uh, taking drastic measures to see the number on the scale go down faster, as opposed to just sticking with the plan of trying to lose inches. Um, I know someone who was losing, who was losing a lot of inches, getting stronger, muscles were getting, you know, were getting uh, stronger, uh, really felt herself just uh, her body changing and transforming. But because she wasn't losing any weight, she switched over to a weight loss plan. But now she struggles, uh, you know, with her weight. Now her weight is going up and down. And the stat that I will continuously always throw out, th throw out there for as long as I'm doing this is the fact that 95% of people who lose weight gain it back within two years. 95%. And that's because people who lose weight are losing muscle at the same time that they're losing fat and then increasing their chances of regaining that weight. They're lowering their resting metabolic rate. And so they might be happy and ecstatic and excited about the fact that they've lost 50 pounds, but there's a 95% chance that within two years, those most of those 50 pounds are going to come back. So before you start any journey, before you start any regimen, before you decide that you want to change 
your weight, you want to change your body, you just want to change your health, the very first question you have to ask yourself is, do I want to lose weight or do I want to look like I've lost weight? Losing weight is pretty simple. Uh, there are, if you Google how to lose weight, you will find billions of resources on how to lose weight. It's not hard. It's not hard at all. But the reason it's not hard is because 95% of the time it comes back. So if you want to lose weight, then just know that weight loss equals water loss, muscle loss, and fat loss. And then that weight is uh, at risk of returning. However, if you want to look like you've lost weight, then my suggestion, my 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 suggestion, my advice, and this is uh, how I live my life. My suggestion is to learn how to live a fat loss lifestyle, a fat loss lifestyle. And a fat loss lifestyle is 100% different from a weight loss lifestyle. And it's 100% different from a healthy lifestyle. These are three completely separate things. And as I do more of these live videos, I'm going to explain what each of those things look like and what each of those things mean. Uh, but in the meantime, if you want to learn any more about what a fat loss lifestyle looks like, then please check out my website, operationfixmylife.com slash coaching. Uh, what I do is I put together a blueprint that teaches you how to incorporate a fat loss lifestyle for your specific metabolism, a fat loss lifestyle that fits your lifestyle, your hormone type that fits you perfectly so that the fat that you end up losing won't come back. All right. So if you have any questions or comments, please drop them below. And then I'm going to be back tomorrow around the same time. You're welcome, Jennifer. Thanks so much for watching. I'm glad that it was uh, I'm glad that it was encouraging. And once again, any questions or comments, I'll come back and answer every single one. Thanks so much for watching again, and I'll see you tomorrow.